This episode of the TCIA podcast is brought to you by Kopma Cranes, the most competitive knuckle boom crane for the tree care industry. Unleash your full potential with Kopma for tree care. Kopma Cranes are built for heavy duty applications with the best hydraulic technology to maximize your reach and lifting capacity like never before. Kotma's tech team, together with the unique know-how of tree care professionals, has developed the ultimate top-range cranes models for grapple saw applications. Extra functions to the tip with no diverter valves are making it ready for the grapple saw. Kotma represents the edge of mechatronic innovation thanks to superior oil flow with 5 8 inch hoses directly to the grapple. A true 100% stability at 360 degrees angle with the possibility of Kotma Remote Connectivity 4.0, a unique GPRS communication for diagnosis and remote adjustment of parameters in real time. Kotma cranes have been built since the 60s with the highest grades of steel resistance and the most reliable and advanced Italian design and engineering made to outperform an intensive use in the field. Visit cpsgroup.com for more information or contact your local Kotma dealer. Samson is excited to introduce V24, the next level in premium double braided climbing lines, providing high strength and low stretch. V24 was engineered so the core and the cover work in unison, ensuring the same high quality and performance that you have come to expect from all Samson products. In addition, V24 provides excellent knot holding, foot locking, and works seamlessly with climbing hardware. Available in 11mm, 12mm, and 13mm, all sizes are CEEN 1891 certified. For more information on V24, visit samsonrope.com or contact your local supplier. Bobcat small articulated loaders fit within tight boundaries and they work beyond the limits. Their impressive lifting capabilities are housed in a machine that easily works inside fenced in landscapes, small lots and more. They're the ultimate tools for tree care professionals. A tight turning articulation joint allows precise maneuverability and a telescoping lift arm on the L28 model extends your reach to grab or dump materials in tricky areas. An automatic turf safe traction mode limits the chance of cutting into the turf while you work. The wide variety of Bobcat attachments helps you handle whatever the job dishes out, whether it's moving logs, digging, hauling dirt, or clearing snow. With Bobcat quality, comfort, and performance, this machine fits right in and rises to the challenge every time. To learn more about small articulated loaders or to check out the full Bobcat compact loader lineup, visit bobcat.com or see your local dealer. Hey, good morning. This is John Lewis. I'm the member engagement representative for the Midwest here at the TCIA. Uh, and I am Bob Longo. I cover member engagement for the South Region with TCIA. Thank you both for showing up and doing this. I appreciate you guys taking the time out of your day to do this. Um, just going to hop right into it. You guys both, at the various events I've seen you at, have been incredibly well-connected. And I like to think that part of it is just because that's who you are. But the other part of it is because you guys really worked on um, networking as both a soft skill to use that you had to grow and develop, but you also use it as a hard skill in your day-to-day -day job because it is something that you need to continuously improve. So I guess the real start of the question is, 
is for either one of you guys, have you always been good at networking? I'm going to say no. Um, it, it, it's a skill that took me time to develop as I realized that um, the strength that I need to lean into to be successful at networking is authenticity. Um, you know, being yourself uh, as professionally as you can uh, while maintaining, if you will, that authenticity. John, what do you think about that? I think being what, your authentic your self approach? is absolutely the, the best thing you can be. I think we all, you know, we have times where we have to really kind of put ourselves out there to kind of make a make an impact. And how do you do that? How do how do you gain trust with people? You know, being your authentic self, I think it's a great thing you brought I, up I think to start so the many of us have gone through phases, whether it was in college or high school or after um, those various levels of education, where you get this this idea for a while that you have to be like this cookie cutter fake. human being, almost fake, this prof- this super professional yeah. all the time, and there, you know, I'll, I'll say there's a time and a place for everything, but it, you know, in in the settings that we find ourselves in in our roles, uh, you know, I, I feel authenticity is just so important. Uh, yeah, I mean, well, how do you build your community? You know, that, I think networking is a community. How do you build your community? How do you get people to really kind of buy into what you're talking about? You know, you, like you and said, that goes everywhere. Yeah, absolutely. You know, that's absolutely. that's in house. That's that you know that should be a part of your sales process, uh, and that's that's something. Yeah, I mean, that's getting into a touchy subject. No, no, with managing. Yeah, sales. no, absolutely. But you know, because how do you coach a human being on? Themselves, very tough. Some people have the ability to just kind of let go and, and not really worry about that type of thing. And I think getting to your question, Joe, if I can answer that, you know, have have I always been good at networking? I'm the same as Bob. No, I haven't been. I think that you know, early on, we were kind of always told that you have to act a certain way and mm-hmm. kind of put on put on airs, so to speak, and, and kind of yeah, that, the best way to put it, you know, you're really kind of supposed to, you know, not really let people know who you really are. I let people know who I really am all the time. I'm just, you know, I want to be upfront about what who I am, what I like, what I'm what I'm about and what I'm trying to accomplish and I, I think that that being authentic, being being real uh, is important. You know, how how are people going to trust you? Well, they're not going to trust they can people can read you. People can read if you're being fake. Um, you know, I, I fake is such a hard word. It's fake and real, but it's true because people can see through it. And, you know, I, I don't want to ever be like that. I've never had a difficult time being just telling people who I am and, and, and going going about my day and saying, hey, this is John Lewis. I'm I'm from Painesville, Ohio. This is this is exactly who I am. I, I'm OK with that. But it, have I had to learn to, to do that? In, in some ways, yes, I've had to develop because I was told from an early age that I had to be a certain way and then realizing that that was just not working for me or just didn't feel right. I, I felt it very easy to revert back to just being my authentic self and being being who I am, uh, just somebody who cares and who wants to be of service. That's always, you know, that's a core of what I've been and how I grew up and who I am today. So I, I think it's absolutely critical in the professional world to be authentic uh, from my point of view mm-hmm. because when you lose the authenticity, you're going to, influence people in different ways and if you lose your authenticity if you don't have that factor then you, then it, that's going to reflect back 
in their behavior. Well, if you're not authentic, think about it like this, Bob. If you're not your authentic self and you're not really putting putting yourself out there and just saying, hey, this is being cut and dry, you know, not, not cut and dry, but, you know, to an extent, what do people think of who you're representing, you know? At the TCI, we have a, a term that we use all the time, radically candid, you know, just really put it out there, you know, be very, absolutely, yeah, you know, just be radically candid, yeah. just be like, hey, th this is really what it is, I'm not trying to sugarcoat it, so to speak, mm -hmm. I'm just trying to be very direct and very specific, you know, we're, but not offensive, we're, you know, when you're networking, you're trying to develop a relationship, you're not trying to, it's not a combative thing, like, I'm right and you're wrong, it's, you know, yeah. you're trying to build your community for what purpose? You know, I think about it like that, I always think about how I'm trying to build my community, how am I, how am I trying to build my uh people that can help push our industry forward or, or you know, push tree care forward um, in general. I, I'm always thinking about who I can interact with that's going to help with the mission of the TCI, which is to make tree care, you know, better. <laughs> and I, is and is that the best way to put it, uh, making yeah, it better? I absolutely. Mean, yeah. And, and there's all kinds of different ways to engage people as you maintain your, your authentic personality or, or whatever you're portraying to people because like I say there, there's a time and a place for everything and you know as settings change your level of engagement or interaction with a person is, is, is going to change you know because just recently we went to Expo and you know we we had a lot of work to do there we had a lot of fun too we yeah, forgot we, to throw well, that part that, out too that's right? just it we, yeah. you know, we had a we lot like of fun because we had multiple networking opportunities. Yeah, because we like what we do. We had, we, you know, we were out there on the trade show floor. We were running around like like bees in a hive uh, to do intros and, and monitor sessions as well. Uh, but then that ends, and every, everybody's still in the same area. Can I ask Bob a question, Joe? I know you're supposed to be the moderator right here, but I got a really good question for you. What do you think helped you the most as far as when you were you know, going to Expo and you were, you know, getting ready to talk what to What helps me is I'm a socially driven person. Okay. I you am know, too. I, I, yeah, which is why we get along so well. We you know, like I, I will run myself ragged mm -hmm. when we're at, when we're out there on the road because, um, I mean, one, because we're out there on the road and who wants to just go back and hide in a hotel room? Um, but, you know, also, you know, I, I just like to be around people. Right. So trade show floor closes – or you know meetings end whatever it might be and you know you're you're, you're still around these same people you are going right to you know, the heart we, of we what i wanted to talk about we have receptions to go to mm -hmm. uh, dinner groups th th that break off yep. uh, you know when we were at expo in indianapolis we mm -hmm. went to we went to a colts game yeah, with a couple members and, jets and, game, and yep. a bunch of staff yeah, of course um, the, yeah the colts jets game and you know that's and and that's going beyond your professional encounter you know, that's, you know, and, and that's going very deeply into social activity. Right. Um, but that's, you know, that, that's a very authentic experience. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. I think one of the things for me personally, I think I enjoyed everything that we did in Indianapolis. It was great. But I think when we went to the event, the one thing that helped me is that I was prepared to have these conversations with our members. And I, mm -hmm. I think the number one thing I want to share with people out there in podcast land is, you know, be prepared 
you know, in your professional and you're also in your personal to be prepared to have these conversations. When you're sitting in line at the Dunkin' Donuts and you're getting ready to have a coffee and you're wearing your, your, your tree care shirt, your work shirt, you know, be prepared to talk about what you do and, and share your passion with people. I think a lot of times we're not prepared in everyday life to have these crucial conversations about, you know, you could be meeting someone and not really realize where that conversation is going to lead to because you're not prepared. So the yeah. one thing I want to share with people is be prepared on a regular basis to network. And what I mean by that is, you know, be ready to talk about why you're passionate about your business. Be prepared to talk about, you know, be prepared to just talk about anything surrounding your business and, and be ready to be authentic. We, we push that all the time because, like we say, people can really see through the fact when you're trying to sell them a, you know, a 2009 Honda Fit. You know, they can they can yeah. see that you're trying to sell them, a, sell them an old car that's been rehashed. It's like we people don't want that. People want you to kind of have that that ability to, to, to just connect. Like you said, Bob, we're, we're going to use that word one more time, authentic. So I appreciate the perspective from mm -hmm. both of you guys on this. Um, and it may be my questions, but we, we kind of skipped over a part for maybe people who don't know, but we haven't really touched on what the importance of networking is. We kind of assume that uh, the listeners right now already know why they should be networking. Sure. But um, what is the importance of networking in whether it's in sales or in your professional life or just your personal life in general? What do you think the main importance is? Growth. I, I think in networking, if your circle isn't growing, then your your own. I, I don't personal growth and professional you, you know, growth. You, There's we've two had types of discussion growth. before. You know exactly what. Yeah, I, I do. I know. I, well, because we know you're each other so well. Look, so. Yeah, we know each other so well. We're gonna. You know, I already know where you're, where you're going. You're right. It's growth. It's it's not just it's not just professional growth. It's personal growth. And what the importance yeah. of networking and why when I talk about forming my community, the resources that I can pull upon, it's because I want to share my community with everyone else to help them grow. In, in, you know, with their business, I, I do that because I enjoy I enjoy seeing people be successful. It's the kind of that intrinsic reward that I get personally by sharing that. But the reason yeah. the networking is so important, you know, it, it's growth, personal and professional. It's also you know sustaining what you have. If you're not constantly interacting and reaching out, it's you, it's going to lead to so to so many opportunities for yourself individually as you spend more time with with more people as that circle grows. Um, and it's it's going to lead you personally in, in different directions. Uh, sometimes it's it's going to help you expand on you know your passion project passion projects mm -hmm. or mm -hmm. uh, you know credentials that you're working on or, or anything like that. Don't you like to just pay it forward? Don't you like to just pay? Don't you like to just pay it forward though? Like honestly, yeah. that's one thing I think about all the time. You know, I, I think about the fact that if I can take something from somebody and I give something to them. You know, we're, we're constantly just trying to keep keep the train moving. We're trying to pay it forward on a regular basis. That's how I think about it all the time. You know, how can I keep paying it forward? That's just how I think about it. Yeah, um, but I, I think the, the importance of networking is to facilitate professional and personal growth. Yeah. Sounds a little canned, like, but it's true. It really is. Because you're, you're always trying to, to grow and develop. It's, it sounds canned because that's taking a step back and looking at the entire process. Yeah, true. Of networking. True. You know, because like I said, it's going to lead you, it, 
it's going to help you down your current path. It's going to help you branch off in, in, you know, in, in ways that you intend and some that you don't intend. We, we call it networking, but it's not networking. It really isn't. I want people out there to realize that we're not networking isn't just for you know, an end goal. Networking is really about building relationships. That's, that's what we're talking about. We're talking about really connecting with everyone, everyone you interact with, because you don't know how that relationship is going to develop and where it's going to go. That, that discussion that you have with somebody in line having coffee, well, you could find out that that person also is in your same line of, of business, and there could be something that could come to develop just from that, that conversation that could really take you personally and professionally in a different direction. So it's kind of fun to build relate. I, networking is great, the word networking, but it really is relationship building. That at the end of the day, that's what what we're about. When we're in our positions here at the TCIA, mm-hmm. we're constantly, and I'm using the air quotes right now, we're constantly networking. But what we're just trying to do is build relationships on a regular basis because we want to share all the interactions that we have with everyone within our areas, our markets. We want to share that because it's going to help you. And it, per, and it and helps us as well. I mean, it, and it does. It does. It helps well, us. What we do helps. Yeah, let's be helps very, folks very all about the that. time. You know, not not even just us personally, but as an association and as an industry. As an industry, because, yes, definitely. Like, put, look, I mean, look at this. I didn't even tell you about this, but I, t- I talked to one of my members in the South Region mm-hmm. yesterday who didn't attend Expo because they were up in your region buying a grapple truck from from one of your members. So. I mean, and, and that's an opportunity that came about through various networking opportunities. And we see that all the time. That, that's, that's, the, that's the level of engagement that we see in our industry that makes us unique. Yeah, absolutely. Well, it's funny because on Friday, we're, you know, I went on a little short little visit up in uh, Massachusetts. And, you know, one of, you know, I don't like saying one of my friends now, you know, <laughs> T. Ray in, in Louisville, he, owner of Bob Ray. You know, he was able to connect with someone yeah. and at Expo, they were looking at some equipment and a conversation happened. Yeah. And next thing you know, they're, they're, they're doing a site visit together. So we see the results of, of our members connecting with each other. And for us, that's the most exciting thing. You know, there's nobody, we're not facilitating these relationships. We're not, yeah. we're not doing anything. We're just, you know, watching things sometimes, but, we're, but mm-hmm. the beauty of it is sometimes we are able to, to get these introductions and, and, and get people yeah. talking. And that's that's great. That's yeah. what we want to do. And, there, and there's another thing that I really want to put out there because... Just I one thing, Bob? Just one I thing? Think, come on. Okay. Just throwing uh, that out But there. I think it's uh, our, the climber network. Yes. The, yes. You know, especially the competitive climbers. You know, they... Uh, I think they're a perfect example of successful networking. You know, because look, look at all these pop-up climbing events, whether they're, they're sanctioned by ISA or not. You know, they... These folks make it happen, and I think that 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 there's few examples of successful networking that are as good as that. Yeah, that's a good one. Let me ask you this quick question: um, What are some of the tools that you utilize on a on a kind of a daily or weekly basis that help you specifically with your networking? I, I'm going to share one thing that I do, and I think that maybe some of our folks out in podcast land would would probably benefit from is, you know, time management. Timing, you know, maybe mm-hmm. a little bit of time during the week, maybe an hour. I'm not telling you to take any more than an hour a week and use that for 
you know, five, 10 minute calls to people within your, your kind of your community to just reach out and connect with them, just just to touch base. And I think that if we can share that little thing, that one little thing that, that, that I do that's really successful, I do it. And I'll, I'll tell everyone out there, if you want to connect with me, you're more than welcome to always reach out to me and do that as part of your 10 minute. But take a little bit of time each week to do that. Yeah, it's important. And, and you know, and part of my process, I'm I'm actually working, you know, as part of my professional growth, I'm trying to get better at my use of social media because, you know, I, I don't know what current studies will tell you, but I, I would be willing to bet that most No, Bob, folks, where are you at in social media right now? Just, I'm just, no, I didn't mean to cut uh, you off right well, there. Well, so, so I'm on, uh, so I'm, I'm currently, I'm not super active, but I am on Instagram and TikTok. Okay. Uh, are you doing little videos on TikTok? You know. No. Okay. No, I'm not. I, you know, maybe that will come at some point. Uh, you know, that, that that's going to be part of my professional growth. And, you know, I've, I've talked to the master, Joe Riley, here uh, about getting some pointers from him. We do, we do see a <laughs> so, lot of climbers on TikTok, a lot of the videos. So if you're yeah, out there and you're listening yeah, to us no, and you're doing those videos, you know, we love seeing those. I mean, yep, Bob, you have shared some with me. I mean, I am in the comment mm-hmm. section on, on a lot of posts nice. already. Uh, but as far as actually sharing, you know, it's something that I need to I need to get better at. Okay. Because um, I think it's a great way to communicate because, it, you know, it's it's social media. But most folks out there with a smartphone are probably spending about an hour a day, uh, most likely the last hour of their day on social media. Uh, and right now, that's it is a tool. Instagram. It's a tool. It's you a know, tool to I feel network. like people are right. even leaving Facebook behind or Meta now, whatever it's called. I like um, LinkedIn. I I, I, I find a lot of. Oh yeah, well yeah. There's. LinkedIn I like LinkedIn. I, well. I enjoy connecting with, you know, with a lot I'm, of our members there. I'm I'm off LinkedIn because that just leads to interference um, from from my from my perspective. Um, but yeah, you know, you you guys can can come find me. You know, I'm on Instagram and, and okay. TikTok. Like I said, uh, TCIA underscore Longo L O N G O. Um, okay. Um, both and uh, well, it's kind we'll, of we'll get you on there too. Yeah, we'll do it eventually. I, we keep saying so. that, but I've been just you know I've I've been busy doing my ten minute calls. I'm always you know trying to. I like to still talk to people on the phone. What I really enjoy is when you're talking about utilizing, you know, technology to to be connected to the network. I do like the fact that we have you know we can do Zoom meetings. I mm-hmm. use that a lot. Um, that's one way to kind of expand your base as well. You know, to actually see people. You know, one-on-one just to, yeah. as far as a phone call. I don't know if that's really considered networking, so to speak, using Zoom. I think so. I think okay. I would consider it to be networking. Okay. You have All to right. go out of your way. You have to set up the Zoom meetings. You have to connect with somebody. I think between both of you guys, I think we can bring up the next part. But um, trying to constitute what actually what the definition of networking is, I think with all the technology stuff and mm-hmm. with all the new abilities, like you're talking about social media, you're talking about Zoom, your network is no longer the people in your immediate area or people mm-hmm. you've made immediate connections with. Um, it's a pretty global network now. So yeah. uh, let's talk about why having a global network of people and supporters in a, in a non-sales sales way, in a non-buying um, to buying, but more as your support network, not um, how is that beneficial to an individual to have? Because... I'll share some experiences I have sure, with, yeah. with networking that are very different than yours. But um, before we actually started this podcast, we were coming back from Expo in Pittsburgh. Actually, so this was right at the beginning when the podcast was started. We were coming back from Expo in P- Pittsburgh, and um, I normally fall asleep on the plane, but I managed to stay awake. And the gentleman next to me and I got talking, and we started talking about podcasting and radio. 
and he actually worked for uh, New Hampshire Public Radio up in Concord. So he was doing all of that podcasting stuff. They were doing all of the radio interviews and all that stuff. So he and I actually had a whole conversation where um, we connected. He gave me tips to improve our current way of what we're doing. And then he and I went back and forth and he actually checked in to see how we were doing. Um, and he was a really big influence on how we're doing it now and doing it correctly and doing it right. But he's not, and I mean, Concord to Manchester is 30 minutes, so I guess it's not the best example, but there's so many opportunities now for you to connect with somebody further to help you just as a mentor too. It's right. not, it's not solely like you're connecting with them for a sales purpose. Right. I, and I think that's great. I, and that kind of, that discussion that you had on that flight and where it went, it, it's one of those where you didn't know where that interaction was going to take you, but it took you somewhere in a really good place. And I think that what is the cost of not engaging with other people? You have to ask yourself that as a business owner. If you are so much in your shell, in your own little bubble, what is the cost of you to just staying in your bubble versus expanding your horizons a little bit and giving outreach a little bit? You know, what is the cost? You could be losing an opportunity because you're afraid to step outside of your comfort zone. And one thing I know about our industry is that there is a lack of, there should be a lack of fear because our work is dangerous. This this mm -hmm. this line of work is extremely dangerous. So there shouldn't really be that fear, but there is in, in social settings, which we understand. But you have to ask yourself that question. What is the cost to me as a business owner by staying in my bubble? And I think, Joe, your experience was great. That's exactly, you know, I, I try to always spark conversation with people. I, I you think, do too, Bob. You're, you're I, always... I think as far as staying in your own bubble, and I can speak to that from a little bit of experience. You know, when I started off in the industry, in 2007 you know I, I was working in this southern New Hampshire area and all the tree care company owners in, in the area at that time two of them have sold the business so, so I have no problem saying it but a, a lot of them were walled off a mm -hmm. lot of them were simply looking at each other as competitors right uh, there there was really not much networking going on um, the only times that they really seemed to engage one another was when they weren't happy with the current crane service and it needed a lead on another one. Yeah, there's a lot of cooperative you know. opportunities that could come about from from kind of building your community. That's that's a perfect point. Yeah. Instead of looking at things from well, just one perspective. Let's not overlook a factor as well is that affects retention. That affects recruiting. Your your engagement your personal professional growth and engagement mm -hmm. with your own staff and with your circle your you know if if, if you have a, a, a professional circle for networking mm -hmm. uh, you know i like the word community the, but i like circle the, the way you are conducting that um your your employees see it you went right to like one of the biggest pain points in our industry right now which is retention and, and sourcing quality individuals and you know and, i and always go there we so. always go there because it because you out there in podcast land are always telling us this is one of the the biggest challenges in our industry right now well how can you overcome that challenge it's by networking it's by having these conversations because you don't know where they can lead well a and lot of the problem is also networking because a lot of the problem as it pertains to retention mm -hmm. and recruiting on the other side, as these folks are leaving you and going to a competitor, 
you know, no, well, that, no, no, that's an about, opportunity for them that came about by networking. Correct. Themselves. That's a very, very good point. Someone else got outside of their comfort zone because they knew that they weren't being successful. So don't get left in the dust by not opening your horizons up, by not having those conversations. Because if you are going to do things the old way and you're just going to, I'm going to do things the way that I've always done, yes. well, that's not going to work. It's just not. I Don't, I, don't put up walls. Yeah, you know? yeah exactly. I, you know, so... I mean, it might work, I, but, I'm, you know... Not to not digress really. too far here, but, you know, another thing that I do a little bit on, on, on the side myself is, you know, a little bit of veteran outreach being one myself. Right. And, you know, one of the biggest things I tell people is don't wall yourself off. Don't put up walls. You know, get out there. Talk to people. Um, you know, be if, if you're not going to network professionally, then at the very least do it socially, and then professional networking can, can come at a later time. I think that's great that you do that. Uh, you know... Obviously, thank, I thank you for your service yeah. all the time. But, you know that, but... And, and well, keep in mind, I said I don't want to digress too far, so, and, and, I, and I don't want to... You can digress a little bit, right, Joe? I mean, he's got <laughs> a little... We could give him a little string here. But he can go off for I, a few. I, just, I, I think it's critical to to be open. You know, it, it's, it's an ever-changing world, and I think, you know, we've talked about social media, but that's also, you know, many folks out there... Uh, will say, and I do agree, that social media is also uh, a big issue for the world today where it is leading people to put up walls right. in some ways, um, you know, emotionally and, and um, somewhat physically. So, you know, we've just, we've, we've been going through COVID now for 20 some odd months or, or you know, not good numbers. Can I, can I tell you one of the things I think a lot of our members do really well, and that's civic engagement for, for networking. I think a lot of our members, and I could, I could probably point out 10 companies on mm -hmm. the top, off the top of my head, you know, they're constantly giving back or donating free tree care. You know, they're, they're doing a lot of things that are very visible and that's that you know they're they're creating their community within yeah within their within they're creating their well, their community I mean, just here within in their our community area, you know i i don't i don't do shout outs often um but it, you know i can i can tell you here I do. in our area uh you know in, in Derry, new hampshire uh, tree line you know those folks are at every touch a truck event in the area for mm -hmm. kids yep. that, that i have been to uh, I've seen um, Turcotte Tree. Mm -hmm. uh, they, they were they were actually in the old Home Day Parade in Londonderry. Okay, uh, you know, so you're you're absolutely right. There's there's a lot of that going out there and going on out there, and that is, that's great networking. That's great exposure for you. Um, is it for everybody? No. Um, is everybody doing that's doing it doing it correctly? Probably not. Well, trial Bob. and error, trial and error, Bob. Exactly. I mean, it, you know, there's things that are going to work for somebody that aren't going to work for somebody else in a different region. Mm -hmm. And we're, you know, we're talking about just some things here, you know, in 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 the Northeast. But, you know, there there's a lot of things do translate. They really do. Let's let's be very honest. So, you know, you talk about the touch of truck and things like that. That they're great. But being out there and being visible that mm -hmm. that that's another way to network as well. But also, it goes back to, are you setting aside the time to make an effort to do this? You know, we don't want you to say, to listen to our podcast and say, oh, yeah, that was great. We really enjoyed it. We want you to take something from it, you know, today. That's like why we're sharing, you know, sharing a little bit. Trying to focus in on your points now of capitalizing on networking opportunities. Mm -hmm. um, one thing I'd like for you guys to talk about 
in addition to that is improving your current networking skills on an individual level because I can honestly say before I got this job, my networking was pretty poor. Um, mm -hmm. The networking opportunities that were provided to me, I kind of just squandered and didn't really realize it until well after the fact that you're trying to um, make connections and grab people and sure. stuff like that. So I, I'll actually lead on that. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, Jump because in. I, I could say, you know, you just mentioned what happened before you came here, and, and I can agree with that 100% because, you know, me coming to TCIA and back to the tree care industry um, really coincides with a similar moment in personal growth for me as far as networking. And as I mentioned, you know, when we, when, when we let off earlier, authenticity. You know, I, I came here and I realized that I could not only, you know, be myself in a more authentic way, um, but I can do it in a professional setting and be successful at it. I think one of the things that really has helped me network and I think can help a lot of people is, you know, when I first started off back in the 90s, I'm aging myself right here. One of my first jobs, I worked at a, you know, I worked at a men's suit store when I was in high school. High school it was great. And I learned about networking through... You know, I had a mentor there that was teaching me, well, hey, John, you're going to meet a lot of people here and you're not going to remember every little interaction. But what you can start doing is tracking those interactions. And I think that if you're going to start, you know, developing relationships with folks, one of the best things that you can start doing is taking some notes after you have a, a quick interaction. Like when I first met, first met Bob, I think one of the first things I wrote down is, you know, uh, lives in Londonderry, has has uh, a beautiful family of three girls, uh, former veteran, just some quick notes on some people. So when you're reconnecting with people, mm -hmm. you know, you can have some touch points and be like, hey, you know, how are the, how are, how are the kids? Make it personal. Keeping you know? a Rolodex. Yeah, keeping a Rolodex. I mean, that's old school. I mean, figuratively. Or, yeah, figuratively. I mean, we use, we use technology for that Rolodex now. Let's be honest. We have, you know, we have tools in-house that we utilize to do that. But listen, we understand that if you're out there in the field and you meet somebody, What's you know, business cards are still useful. I write notes on the back of your business card uh, all the time. Uh, you know, that's old yeah. school still works. We don't want people to think that we're trying to preach this new age all the time. Oh, you have to use yeah. technology and social media. No, you don't. It's just one tool to utilize, and that's that's all the only thing I, I try to hammer. I on. think um, a really big opportunity to help people learn how to network is stepping out of your comfort zone and going to events. Yeah. Whether it's a TCIA event, an ISA event, a, a local chapter, local arborist association, uh, chamber of commerce, uh, you know, what whatever it is. So, Bob, you're giving me a kick and saying, just get out there, events. man. Just get out there. I, I say it all the time. Yeah. I said it before we went to Expo. You know, come out and talk to people. Don't just walk past everybody, uh, you know, it's so much. So much good can come can come of it. Um, yeah, I, I think I think getting outside of your comfort zone because I because I can tell you another great moment for me was when I went to uh, our executive arbors workshop down there in Dallas. I wish I would have went to that. Um, That'd have been a great trip. You know, we. I mean, you and I started in October two thousand nineteen together. Mm -hmm. uh, we went to Expo in Pittsburgh. Like a week uh, later. A week a yeah, week into our job, right, we right. didn't know anybody. Yeah. Um, you know, and when I when I went to Dallas this past June, you know, the, by then I had, you know, already talked to and met, and, and, uh, met virtually uh, most of these folks uh, who, who attended because, you know, we've been dealing with COVID. 
And my experience there really solidified everything that I've been feeling about networking and professional growth Mm -hmm. since I came to TCIA in that, you know, authenticity pays off when you're dealing with folks. And the more folks that that you engage and have that experience, that continued experience with, it just, it, it builds you up. Yep. It reinforces it, and, and it, it's really helped my mindset over time. you got an intrinsic reward. You have, I feel good when I make connections with, with mm-hmm. people, and I'm able to share a good experience that I, I shared with somebody else with someone that I'm just meeting. That, that's the, the great part about our job. It's really the kind of the thing that makes us love what we do, you know? Yeah, and I think for other skills, too, because um, you guys are talking about all these in-person events and how they're connections, but there are plenty of introverted people in the tree care industry and mm-hmm. all this other kind mm-hmm. of stuff. Um, Most people, a lot of our members would rather talk to trees than talk to yeah. people. We understand you know, and there's that. No, and there really is nothing wrong with that. No, not at all. That's, you know. You know. But, but as a, sol- as a solution getting over it, um, I think you guys will find it hard to believe that I was introverted before I got this job. No. Really? I was 100% That's introverted. Wow. Like, okay. I w- wouldn't put myself out there, wouldn't do nothing. Um, I think one of the methods I used to start reaching out to people and starting to get more comfortable in that way was the online approach Mm -hmm. um, and the online uh, connections because while they felt the same kind of connections, they felt less real. You know what I mean? They were less intimidating because I wasn't face-to-face. I had time to think out my words. Um, What advice do you guys have to people who may be just dipping their toes in and are trying to do it virtually whether it's due to covid or uh, nervousness or even just distance i think uh you know for, for those who might be introverted uh you know i i would say if if you're looking at any potential growth here um take a step back and and kind of look at you know your online interactions you know because that that's a moment that i can speak to as well personally is you know, and I actually had a former boss who, who told me this through my use of Facebook, you know, jumping in the comment sections on things that I would see. And, and he, he just reached out to me one day after me and said, mm-hmm. you know, why don't I hear from you more? You've got so much to say. You know, just just say it out loud. I think we don't jo- understand how many people agree with you. I think what Joe said is pretty important. I think you found what works for you, and I think you, you know our members mm-hmm. out there and everybody in podcast land, you're going to need to identify what you're comfortable with. I think that's mm-hmm. the number one thing. You have to like you, Bob. You identified it perfectly. You're like, hey, I'm going to jump in the comment section and do that. For someone else, and be like, hey, maybe I'll go to a local ISA event. Uh, maybe I'll go to, you know. Maybe I'll contribute some time to saluting branches, you know, which is a, a great thing to do. Absolutely. Um, the, you, you have to identify what's going to work for you first and foremost. And I think currently in, in the predicament we're in with, with COVID-19, I, I think that you're, certain people can thrive in the social media setting. And other of, others are not because we're not as adept at using those tools. So, mm-hmm. you know, your way, your method, Bob, was great. Just kind of just... Dip your toe into the water. Do what's comfortable for you, and then as you as you get to feel a little more comfortable, then you can expand your horizons. But I think that's really important. I think that's super important. You and I'm kudos to you for identifying what made you feel comfortable. Um, and then again, I always go back to the one thing: 
what is the cost of you not interacting and not forming a community and not networking? What is the cost of it to your business and, and to your per, personal and professional growth? Ask yourself that question. Yeah, and you know the saying, it's not, it's not what you know, it's who you know. Um, I don't think people realize how much that rings true until certain opportunities arise because I think we've all met in life somebody who's gotten a job or an award or something they Not clearly based on their merits, something based they on clearly they weren't qualified for point. based off of you know point. who they were connected to. I, th- I, th- I think there's a little bit of give and take there because it's not what you know, it's who you know. Well, what you know might help who you know, and what okay, they know yeah. might help you. You know, there's there's definitely potential for give and take there. Um, but you're just less jaded than the rest of us. Yeah, that I think that's it. Actually, yeah. Very fair to say. Very fair to say. So, so I want to give you guys the chance to, um, because I know it's your favorite thing to do, let's talk about how great TCIA is and the various networking opportunities that we have coming up. Uh, the two immediate ones that come to mind are WMC and EAW in Milwaukee. So When you say WMC, I think we got to tell people, you know, instead of just the sorry, winter, winter management, management conference. conference. Yeah, because people are like, what does WMC mean? Yeah, what is EAW? That's, that's actually an opportunity for a lot of folks to get way out of pocket because that's actually going to be, uh, and I'm going to try to say it correctly this time, Kauai. Hawaii? Mm-hmm. I, I said Kauai, right? So I've been practicing. Run it down like a dozen times. But that event is so, is is really you know it's a signature event that TCI holds annually, and we're excited to actually get back to do it this year. And that I think sometimes we look at networking where networking takes place, and I think that if it's in a comfortable setting, your your guards down a little bit more. You're able to have more of a a looser conversation. I think that's that's a great setting for our members to do that. And now, get education as well. A lot of the you know the forums and now this could this could be helpful. You know we we've got forums at all of our events mm-hmm. and everything. But you you and I, John, are, are we're not going to be at uh, winter management this year. Joe, you've you've been to two, I believe, and, you, and you're going to this one uh, to help the team. Uh, so I mean, maybe you could share with us, you know, what goes on there that isn't in the brochure. Yeah, I'm going to call them forced networking opportunities. Forced um, networking, okay, I like that. All so, right. so you sign up, you go to Hawaii, you're on the westernmost island that's only 7% developed. Um, you're going to be spending a lot of time with this group of people. And the upside of this forced networking that you do is all the tours you can sign up for through us are exclusive to this group of people. All of the dinners are exclusive to your group. All of the breakfasts, all of the all of the fun that you get to do, in addition to just the education where you're listening, um, I think the forced networking perspective really makes it do. Because it's all tree people. Are you just not going to talk to somebody sitting next to you at breakfast? Mm-hmm. And the upside is, is now you know they're in a similar boat as you. They have the same interests. They may share some of the same values. Um, it takes a lot of that Most hassle. Your families. Yeah, it takes a lot of the yeah. hassle out of, you know, instead of getting paired next to the random person on the airplane, you get paired next to somebody who is sharing similarities to you. Yeah, right. And that's if you're not going with folks from other companies that you already know, which there's a lot of that as well. Now, I'm excited too because I'm going to be, while you folks are at Winter Management, the week prior, I'll be visiting uh, some of our members in Columbus and Cincinnati. I'm super excited to go there. Obviously, being an Ohioan, um, you know, I love going back to the Buckeye State, so I'll get to go back and, you know, 
go back to my roots, so to speak. So mm-hmm. I'm excited to go there. That's a great opportunity for me to, to build more relationships with folks that I haven't had a opportunity. Yeah, we're both to really going to be moving in that time yeah, frame too, because yeah. you know, in that uh, same ballpark of mm-hmm. time, uh, I'll actually be in Nashville um, in that time for a crew leader workshop the last week of January. That's so, great. Um, and we we utilize this forum right here. We utilize this podcast forum really to net, we use it for, as a networking tool. We want mm-hmm. people, you know, to reach out to us, and and you can give us good good or bad feedback on our on our performance. That's okay. We're going to give each other that right after we we yeah. end the podcast. But you know, we want to hear what you think. Uh, Tell you know, us where we're right, and where yeah. we're wrong. Tell you know. I do that with you a if lot. If you want to come I, on, I do. Yeah. Right, right. I mean, there's there, there's a reason they call us stepbrothers. Yeah, right exactly, here, so. exactly. But yeah, it's you know, we we want your feedback. You know, we want your interest, even in being on the podcast yourself. Uh, you know, l- let us know, um, and and we can work towards the goal of making that happen. So um, we want to share our resources. We want to share, you know other interactions where other members have been successful and if you're struggling with something we want to share some ways that other members have shared with us where they've overcome yeah. some challenges that's that's a part of why we do what we do i think that's very fair to say one thing before we wrap things up because we're getting close to the hour um when you guys are creating your own networking opportunities mm-hmm. um you're going to be doing a dinner when you're out in we're just gonna have some apps and yeah, just so you, very, but, but you very do low-key. you do dinners. Um, we went we went to a football game, like sorry, the Royal U. Like if you're going out and you're networking, you're doing dinners, all that kind of stuff. Let's talk about what what the importance is of taking it outside of a work only zone and why things like going to a football game and connecting with somebody on that seems important. Can I answer the softball question right there? Because that was probably the biggest softball question you've given us. Go ahead. You know, we just want your guard down. You know, when your guard's down, the conversation, it's more candid. It's it, a little more, it's looser. You the, know, that's it. The professional or meeting setting, you know, there's always going to be things that are left unsaid or mm-hmm. unrealized. The, 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 part that, the, the parts that go unrealized... Uh, really have that's the meat and potatoes you know, that is the meat yeah, and potatoes. yeah absolutely um, you know and getting folks out of pocket um, getting them to let their guard down lets those thoughts you know come back to the surface and, oh, oh we've got to talk about this today John um, you know and we've had plenty of moments mm-hmm. like that already um, what just but, from 8 o'clock to 9 so o'clock I mean and this is another thing that's truly unique and every everybody who's listening I know is going to understand it you know, there there are so many fields, so many professions out there that folks are in the habit of going home and shutting off. But you go to a, a event based around tree care of the green industry, and days over, you go into a bar, 8 o'clock, there's more tree guys there, tree folks, I should say, and I, 9 times out of 10, they're still talking about tree care. They're still talking about playing healthcare. They're still talking about climbing competitions. Something, you know, they're still working. Yeah. Well, are we? We're you know, very. We con- love it. We're very conscious of the fact that this is your livelihood. This is what you know. This is what is you know sending your kids to college and and paying the bills. We understand you're not shutting it off. That's the truth. It, we don't shut it off. I'll tell you the truth. Bob and I consistently are communicating after work hours. 
about work. It's because we're passionate about what we do. And we know you're equally as passionate. So we're excited the fact that the TCIA does offer these signature events for quote unquote forced forced networking. Um, but that's important. We want to continuously help you build a community. We want to continuously add to this community as well. I think that's super important. Yeah. Um, if I can leave it at that, I think that'd be the best thing. We're, we're excited to con continuously offer opportunities. And we'd be happy to suggest opportunities for if you want to reach out to us individually, we're always available. If you're like, hey, Absolutely. Bob, I... Uh, you know, I'd love to do something in Florida. I don't know where to go. Well, reach out. You know, that's that's a big part. Reach out and connect with us. We'd be happy to make some recommendations on some great places where you can connect with other tree care members. Uh, that's part of what we like doing what we do.